All right, everybody. Hello, this is Ron, and I am here, and I'm going to start the question and answer period. If you are on this call, that means you are either a Gold Club member or you're not. And if you're not a Gold Club member, first thing you ought to do is make a note to go to ronsgoldclub.com. Check that out and become a member, and that will give you the opportunity to get on this call in the future, along with all the other massive amount of benefits, and actually participate in it. I have a few property information sheets here tonight, but only a few, and that's probably our fault because we didn't send you the reminder out until in the afternoon, I noticed, so our staff's a little behind the eight ball this morning, uh, but I did get a handful of them here, but they're all from one person, so... This would be a call we're going to spend a lot of time answering your questions. So if you have questions, now would be a good time to jot them down so you can get in the loop. If you are a Gold Club member, you just simply hit star zero to get in the operator's queue. Our operator's name tonight is Ariel. Ariel will put you in line, and we'll answer those calls one-on-one. -on -one. I have you all muted out because of the massive noise in the background. Um, we don't even want to open it up to that. So uh, get in the queue, hit star zero. Beware, if you hit star zero and the operator doesn't come on immediately, just stay there and uh, she'll be on. If you hit it twice, you've taken her back out. So if you hit star zero to get in, then you hit star zero again, you've gotten yourself back out, so you'll have to do it again to get back in. Um, I've got um, five or six sheets here tonight from Andrea. Andrea Sacalarius from Pennsylvania. I'll go over those with her, and you guys can listen to our conversation. And uh, if you have some on your own, but you didn't get your property information sheets in, you can give us the quick facts on those, and then we will uh, uh, jot those down, and I can still help you with that. Um, all right, let me just give me a second here. We're going to get going. All right, um, Ariel, uh, when uh, when uh, someone comes into the queue, will you alert me, please? Is there anybody in there right now? There is a caller in the queue. All right, and who do I have first? Our first call comes from Kimberly. Kimberly, please go ahead. Kimberly, first tell us where you are from, please. I am from Youngstown, Ohio. Okay, and what can I help you with tonight? My, my question, I was in the process of getting uh, a lead property information sheet. I think I might have something here, but I, it, there's too many at this point. I'm too inexperienced to be able to analyze this correctly. Um, it basically, uh, the owner has a $25,000 first. Okay. Um, it's not in arrears. Um, he owes $162 a month. Um, fixed up, I would say the, the comps on the property probably between 65 and 70,000. And he's semi, he has two mortgages, but it's 162. It's been vacant for 10 years. Oh, it's vacant now? Yeah, it's been vacant for 10 years. Right. What's he asking? Uh, he, he's asking something ridiculous. Say he's living in the 70s, but his, his, his concept of what, what it's worth is back in the, when, it was, when properties were selling. He, he has no idea really what it's worth, but he knows he owes 25, and he really wanted me to make an offer, so... Well, you've got to first start by asking him what he wants. We don't ever make an offer until we find out what they want. Well, I did ask him. He said he wanted 75000 and I said that's really out of line with uh, what, what the properties are worth. How much repair, well, repairs do you think it needs? Uh, I looked at it. it. Everything is just opposite. The kitchen needs to be upgraded, and so are the bathrooms. But otherwise, it just needs kind of cosmetic, I'd say between ten and $15,000. Okay. How big a house is it? It's uh, 2,300 square feet. It's a beautiful house. It's a show neighborhood. Um, you know what? I think you probably got a bad ARV, to tell you the truth. You think so? 2,300 square feet, $70,000 ARV doesn't make a lot of sense to me. It should be worth considerably more than that. Yeah, yeah. I wish I, that, that's true. Youngstown's one of the lowest property markets in the town. It's, and everything's moving. I mean, this is like a man. This is called a mansions for a, a song. You can get... Um, 3,000 square foot house for $150,000. They look like, you know, really like mantas, and you get them for a song here. Well, it's I think, just. I think you just made my case because we got 2,300, and you're saying it's worth 70. So uh, just because of the amount of the square foot, I just, I just don't believe you are. I suspect 
that the comps you're using to determine your R were probably bank-owned properties or distressed sales. Probably, yeah. Some, I, I know one of them was, so. That's uh, a fictitious R. Yeah, 113 was one that was close to the house, so I'm thinking it could be there. Oh, it's, it's now we're getting there. Similar, similar, similar uh, but there's not too many properties getting that 113. I mean, that was kind of an oddball. Yeah, um, but, but are the ones you're comparing it to 2,300 square feet? Yes, yeah, they're, they're all big old houses around here, right. you know, from the 40s. So do you have a $113,000 sale on a property that is similar to the size of this one in the same neighborhood? Yes. And how long ago was that sale? Uh, about a month ago. Well, then you That's the most recent sale. Then you have at least 113000 or call it $115,000 ARV. Okay. If you can find any that are that price or higher, you have a higher ARV. Okay. So you see how easy it is to get destroyed in our offer-making process based on crappy ARVs. Yeah. Because with your ARV, you just said no go, but with 115 R, at least now we got a little, little room to maneuver. Okay. So, um, it is true he's asking too much, but it is also true that there might be a deal here if he's at least somewhat flexible. Is he? He seemed like he was. I mean, it, 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 he's really he's old or he's, he's in his 70s and and he's got two big old properties and yeah. it, it's been vacant. He doesn't want to rent it. And he said, please make me an offer. All right. Well, we're going to do that. You're going to ask okay. Him, you're going to make him a couple of offers. Uh, did you ask him if he would lease purchase it? He said no. Did you ask him if he would uh, take his equity in monthly installments like your property information sheet tells you to do? Oh, I didn't ask that. I'm sorry. I didn't miss that. Well, what's it say? I was, getting, I was trying to get out of there to get this call. All right. Well, you, you see over there on the right of your sheet, you'll see where it's at and clear, ask him if he'll take his equity monthly installments. Okay. Now you see why that's a critical question that we yes. ask. Yes. Because the answer to that would have led us to the next move. Now if he said no, that means he might not be amenable to it, but that still doesn't mean we can't make him a couple of offers and let him choose. Okay. If you make him two or three offers, he might be so busy trying to pick one, he doesn't realize he don't have to take any of them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how did you find this lead? Um, nasty weeds walking my dog. I just walked up on him. Say, hey, you want to sell this house? Well, you said it was vacant, though. It was vacant. I just could, and he just happened. I just happened to walk by, and he was there oh. at the property. Oh, so he don't even have it on the market. No, he's he's it's been empty. He just he doesn't have been bothered with any of this. So I, this is just something I pretty aggressive about. I'm I was in sales. I just walk up on people and ask them. Very good. I did some research on the property, so I kind of knew that there's like seven or eight of them on that street, a lot of foreclosures. So. But beautiful homes, kind of sad. For sale? But, yes. Well, that might not be a bad thing, Kimberly. Okay, uh, then not a bad thing. The good thing is you're the only person in the whole world that's going to make him an offer on this house that he don't even have on the market. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, I would go at it a couple of ways. Okay. I would, A, formulate a cash offer. Now, since you haven't been trained, the formula for that is ARV, which is 115, times 50%. Minus may fix up cost. But that's just Mayo, see? Right. So what is that? 115 times 7, um, that equals 80. So you take the repairs off, and you've got a $55,000 Mayo. And since we don't ever pay Mayo, because we right. buy all the houses we want, we're going to pay cash at deeply discounted prices. Your offer is going to be below that. So um, I wouldn't I wouldn't pay him if it's worth 115 and needs 15 repairs, and and if it's that far outdated, it'll need 15 repairs. Yes, it is. <laughs> Especially on a 2,300 square foot house, it might need 20 in repairs. Right. How about the roof? Uh, Brant Brant three years old. Nice and you need new AC. Kids. New AC, that's good. So it needs a kitchen. Yes, and bathrooms. And, and bathrooms updated. It doesn't need bathrooms. Yes, and Bath, uh, bathrooms updated, yes. It needs carpet. Uh, actually, the carpet's like, you just put them in brand new. It, oh. it, the, the bedrooms look fine. and just they, they just painted them, so. How about the windows? They need oh, they need to be updated. <laughs> They're all old frame windows? Yes. <laughs> okay, on a 2,300 square foot house, that's a pretty hefty expense right there. Ah, not it's, that bad. You're looking at $200 per window, and I'm guessing you're going to have about 23 windows in that house? 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's a pretty good chunk, though. Right? You have $5,000 right there just to replace the windows. And if... Um, it's a one-story. It's a one-story house. Oh, it is? Okay. Yes. Well, then you probably, what do you think in there, maybe 15 windows? Mm, yeah, maybe 15, right. 15 20, min- 20 right. windows at the max. Well, for right now, let's call it $15,000 worth of repairs. Okay. If it needs more, it really doesn't matter. All right. Based on the offer. I would not offer him more than $40,000 cash. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, if he wants more than that and he won't sell it for that, then he's probably better off keeping it if it's going to be a cash sale. Okay. That's offer number one. All right. Okay. Offer number two, which honestly I'd much rather he take, I'll give him a 70. Oh, okay. Under the following terms. All right. I'll give him $2,000 down. You will. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm writing this down. You'll give him, what do you think that house would rent for? At least seven or eight hundred dollars. All right. Then I'll give him two hundred dollars down and uh, three hundred dollars a month until paid on a land contract, which he'll understand. Mm-hmm. Okay. So say that again. Two thousand dollars down. Yep. Three hundred dollars payment. Three hundred dollars a month until paid. Mm-hmm. Which means we're not going to bring up interest unless he does. Okay. And His payment's one sixty two on the on the mortgage. All right. But he's got a small mortgage on it. Okay, right. But you can pay him three hundred and he can pay out his payment underneath because you're gonna okay. you're gonna give him a land contract for two hundred or for uh, sixty eight thousand. Sixty eight K, okay. At which he owes twenty five on. Right. So your land contract wraps around his twenty five. And okay. you're, you're probably going to want to put a balloon in it for him, so why don't you put a uh, three-year balloon in it to make it comfortable for him? Okay. Because you're not going to be in it that long anyway. Got it? Okay, got it. And uh, you're going to buy this property in a land trust. Now, you don't tell him this. You just It's not something you bring up, but I'm just telling you, you're going to buy it in a land trust. Your land trust is going to sign a note back to him, the trustee. Okay. No personal liability on it. Okay, I, I've listened to all those tapes. I've got a bunch of old courses that I've listened to for the last. I've been listening to all the land stuff. Okay. On the balloon, what would the amount be on the balloon? Would you see the balance between? At whatever you owe him when you pay it off. You're paying $300 a month toward the principal. Okay. So if you pay him off in three years, that's uh, 36 payments or, or 35 payments of 300 That's uh, 10005 you paid in, so you owe him about 59000 bucks at the end of three years. Okay, I got you. All right. And, and, uh, you might try for a five-year balloon first. All right, and then see negotiate back to the three. Yeah, correct. Okay. All right, you sound right. like you can handle it very well. Okay, and, uh, and you want the option first, three. You, what, want what would you, you want the first payment to start. Uh, three months from now? Three months after closing. Right, Moratori- the month moratorium, okay. Not a moratorium, just it starts three months after closing. Don't okay. Fancy words here. Okay. All right. I know where I got that from. Anyway, um, so would you suggest a lease option with with no. his? No. no? Uh, he wants to sell it. He's made it clear to you he don't want to rent it. Okay. Both of these ways he sells it. Okay. All right. You when you buy it on land contract, you own it. You're right. Okay. You're responsible now for taxes and insurance and everything that comes along with owning it. Now, if he accepts the first offer you're probably going to wholesale it. Right, that's what I was looking to do. And you might get 50 out of it. Okay. Won't get any more. If he accepts, well, you might if an owner-occupant comes along and wants a great deal at 70, you know, because it is a great deal at 70. Yeah, it is. It's a beautiful house. I can just see this. If he takes the second offer, in fact, if he takes a second offer, I'd write it up and go ahead and close it immediately. If I were you, before okay. He, now, uh, how are we? Get, how are we doing? Are we doing a lease option on the back? And I'm talking about I'm selling it. There. I'm getting there, Kimberly. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> he takes the second offer. You're going to close it immediately. Don't let any time go by. Okay. okay. Especially at his age. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So get it closed, and then, of course, on the back end, you can do whatever you want to do. You can turn right around and resell it on a land contract and get ten thousand dollars down and six or seven hundred dollars a month, or with a three-year balloon, of course. Or you can uh, lease option it out 
and ultimately have somebody move in there and qualify to cash it out and let them do the work with their labor. In other words, a work for equity deal. Okay. So if I sold it on a land contract, I'd sell it as is. And I'd probably sell it for about 95 as is. And if you lease option it, I'd lease option it for about 95 and you can get all you can get out of the marketplace. You, you probably could get five grand out of it okay. And just keep that rent down there around $700 a month, and that's a very attractive house for somebody to move into, and they can live in it like it is, can't they? Yes, yeah. Right. It's functional for a house. So I would make those two offers, which is nothing more than writing them down on a piece. I'd meet him, and then I'd just write them down on a yellow pad and hand them to him, and that's all you got to do. And from there, you will know whether he has interest or doesn't have interest. And while you're at it, when you meet him, you might want to take some comps out there. Of course, you can eliminate the 113th one. Okay. And, and, and show him that, um, you know, he's asking top retail price for it. Okay. All right? I think I got it. This guy's smart enough to know that if he sells it for cash like it is, he's not going to get top retail price, assuming it was, you know, in its approved condition. He's just playing the market. Okay. Right. Okay. Go for it. All right. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. All right. Ariel? Anybody else? Okay. Yes. Our next call comes from Heather. Heather, please go ahead. And where are you from, Heather? I'm from Canada. Canada. Where in Canada? Uh, British Columbia. Okay, Vancouver or some other burg. Yeah, yeah, near Vancouver, and I met you in 2011, and I took all your classes, been following your advice ever since. Cool. Wintering down here in Florida, and oh, all right. just wanted to say thank you and appreciate everything you've taught me because it's all working. I have the real estate group going, just like you recommend. And Oh, this is my Heather. Oh, I know who I'm Yes, this yeah. is your Heather. All right. <laughs> I've, I've done just everything you said, and it's all working 100%. Beautiful. Just, okay. I'm loving it. It's so you're totally in a Florida? freeing lifestyle. I'm wintering in Florida still and absolutely loving it. Uh, loving doing real estate everywhere I go and not limited by any geographical area. And, and uh, I... Yeah, so thank you. And I just want to know, what is the current contact info for Global Publishing? Because I can't seem to reach anyone. Well, gosh, it has changed in, in, in 10 years. What, what what are you trying to do? You want the phone number for the office? Um, uh, I mean, your may be. It's a, your call club member, girl. Why don't you go right on there? Yeah. But the phone, okay. number, the phone number is uh, okay. 904-262-0491. Thank you. And there's somebody on that telephone from 9 o'clock to 5 o'clock every day. So I don't know why. If you have any trouble, why are you not getting through? Just uh, lucky. I must call when it's busy. Uh, <laughs> rare, rarely is it busy. It would go to voicemail before it's busy. And you want yeah, me to I've, left, I've left some messages. That's good. Me, that's good. I, I will call that number. Okay. I was actually calling a 888 number, so that's my problem. Do you want me to say A a couple times a night so you feel at home? A? That's right. Huh? Please. Okay. <laughs> When do we get to see you again? I don't know. When are you going to see me again? That's up to you, not me. <laughs> I'm going to go over a list of things we got coming up here before we get off this Thank call. you. Thank right. you. Okay. okay. Thank you. All right, Kimberly. Who else? Kimberly's talking to somebody or she would answer. I think so. Okay. Hello? Yes. Okay. Our next call comes from Kyle. Kyle? From where? Jackson, Mississippi. All right, Kyle, what can I do for you tonight? Well, uh, two questions. One, uh, why on the on the last caller you were talking about the the offering it by, <clears throat> by land contract? Uh-huh, in Ohio. Okay, so that's why it, I was just wondering why you did that versus just taking it subject to the existing mortgage. Because there is no mortgage. Well, oh, I'm sorry, you gotta, there's a $25,000 mortgage, but that, yeah, look, when a guy owes $25,000 and uh, we've got a senior we're working with, it's real easy just to do a land contract, which is an acceptable term at the, and that the public is uh, fully aware of in Ohio. I used to live there, and it's okay. so much simpler. And when you're dealing with seniors, you better keep it as simple as you possibly can. Okay. And remember, okay. if I take it subject to, that's going to leave it the loan in his name, and I just don't get the sense that that's something he's going to be interested in. 
and and um, I just think again, land contracts a lot easier to get accepted. Okay, you, you, so if I were to do that, you think that may would be easier in Mississippi too to to potentially get? It depends get, on the case, Kyle. If, okay. if, if I'm talking to the seller and uh, I see and, and I ask the seller, uh, if, especially if the seller tells me they'll sell for what they owe on it, first thing I'll ask them, then, I'll tell them then is, okay, well, here's how I can buy it. I'll take over the debt and uh, start making the payments when you and I agree, and we'll close okay. whenever you're ready. But the, you do need to understand that the loan will stay in your name, and, and I'll make payments on it and keep the house up, but sooner or later we'll get it paid off, but it'll stay in your name until then. If they don't care, I don't care. I'll take it subject to. Right. Okay. And for our new listeners on the phone, you would assume that they would care, but you would be assuming incorrectly. Uh, they, a lot of people just don't care. I just don't get the sense this is one of them. Right. Okay. Well, yeah, I just yeah. That, I mean, I just did a subject to here a few weeks ago, so I mean, it's okay. it was amazing. <laughs> Describe it to me. What what the, what was what was owed on it? Uh, One hundred thirty-three thousand. Okay. With owed on it. And what was the ARV? Uh, ARV is about two fifteen. Wow. All right. And what'd you pay for it? Um, I, I paid him a little one thirty three, but I just took over as long oh. as as you, he is. You took over his debt of one thirty three. You gave him no money, and it's worth two fifteen. Right. Is that what you said? That's right. <laughs> and, uh, and 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 he gave he actually gave me ten thousand uh, dollars to to go against repairs. Get out of town. Oh, <laughs> now you know our listeners think I planted you on this call, don't you? <laughs> I'm sure. But, are, you, uh, are you are you and I related in any way? <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> All right. So how'd you find that deal? Uh, it actually came through a through a internet lead. Okay. He, uh, he I find, had somebody. He somebody, find you or you find him? He found me. Okay. So you had a website, and he came to your website. Right. right. What we, our listeners are going to want to know. Well, why did the guy sell? Did he know that it was worth over two hundred? Uh yeah. I mean, he did, but he 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 lives in Leesburg, Florida. He didn't I live see. here, and and so, uh, so vacant, and he, he was out of town, and he had a tenant in it. Well, there's a tenant in there now, right? Okay, and so he just didn't care. Right. So he wanted the uh, debt relief and the stress relief more than he cared about that equity that he didn't figure out he's going to get out of it anyway because it's true, when a tenant's in the house, it is very difficult to sell. Right, that's right. Yeah. All right. Well, congratulations, right. sir. I think well, thank I, you. I think I should get a letter on that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I'm working on that. And the Nottys are my mentors. Oh, okay, good. And, uh, well, I can understand why you pulled that one off then. So, um, But, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm working on a... I'm actually working to trying to get it sold to the tenant to the tenant now, so that's why I hadn't really sent it in. I haven't got the whole All right. deal well, completed yet. Be careful there now. Don't don't take uh, less than what you should take just to try to get it sold to that tenant. Uh, that tenant month to month or on a lease? Uh, they're month to month. All right. Well, just remember, you can boot that tenant out any time you want. You don't even need a reason. Right. All right, so if you can't sure. sell it to them, and if they don't give you a decent chunk of money, Kyle, don't sell to them. Right. Because you've got $100,000 sitting there, or give or whatever it is, eighty, ninety thousand 90000 bucks sitting there, and you're not going to get that until somebody cashes you out. Right. So you got to be careful that if your objective is to cash it out, then you got two choices. You can move that tenant out and fix whatever it needs and then put it on the market for cash, or you can put a lease option tenant buyer in there that will qualify in the next few months to a year and help them clean their credit most likely and get them a loan. And that means you've got to be on them the whole time, set them up with a mortgage originator, and let them work together to get them cashed out. And if you right. could, how much how much work does the house need, do you think? Uh, probably about, to, to retail it, probably 10. Okay, so non badge but also... Uh, that would be one that I would put a work for equity tenant buyer in there, let them do the work, I'd give them a little break, maybe sell it to them for one ninety nine, and let them do the work, but force them to cash you out, put them on a short fuse. Right. Okay. Big chunk of money sitting there. Right. Okay. The, the other quick question, real quick, was uh, I've got a lead on a house that it's, it's a reverse mortgage of fifty eight thousand. Mm-hmm. They're asking one hundred twenty thousand. I mean, what are my options dealing with a reverse mortgage? 
It depends on the terms of the reverse mortgage. Um, if it is a reverse mortgage, I wouldn't plan on it being a long-term deal because if the lender finds out the title is transferred, they may choose to call it due. So you really need to get your hands on the mortgage and see what it says Good. from the seller. Would not stop me from lease optioning it, I can tell you that. Is there, How much equity is in it? Uh, well, he owes fifty-eight thousand on the reverse mortgage, and he's asking one twenty. So, what's it worth? It's probably worth the one twenty. Oh, well, why would you want it? Well, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm going to try to get him down from that. It's a it's a house that he inherited. So, I mean, okay, I'm just saying that's what they're asking. That's not what they have to have. It sounds to me more like a cash offer, and then the reverse mortgage is irrelevant. It'll be paid off at the time. Right. Okay. So you might want to offer him sixty grand cash. Right. Okay. All right. Okay. That makes sense. Yep. Okay. Okay. Thank you, sir. Okay. Thank you. Ariel, you're up. Okay. Our next call comes from Joe. Joe, please go ahead. And Joe, where are you from? Hi, Ron. It's Joe from New Hampshire again. How you doing? I'm good, Joe. Good. Um, I got a, I got a lead from a virtual assistant, and uh, it's uh, it's got a two hundred and sixty thousand dollar mortgage on it, and they're asking two seventy nine for it, and the comps are about about two seventy nine. Okay. Um, he will not sell it for the equity. Um, I mean, so? for the for the debt for the debt amount, but he would do a lease purchase. Okay. Now the uh, the PITI is twenty one sixty a month, and so that's top of the line for for no. rental. Yeah, so but I was just wondering. Wait a minute now. You got a three hundred thousand dollar house. That ain't so bad. P I T I for a three hundred thousand dollar house. So really, your only play yeah. here is to do an axe deal. That was my question. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and put it on a contract for whatever he wants. If he wants two seventy nine, try to get him down to two seventy at the very least. Yep. And then put it out there on the market and um, see if the market will pay that twenty one hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. Because you've got nothing to lose to try, and then you're going to get ten, fifteen, twenty grand out of the out of the tenant buyer for an assignment fee. Right. So, um, so it's an axe deal. Right? It's an okay. axe deal. Oh, it's definitely an axe deal with that payment, yep. especially. So you thank don't you, want, sir. You don't want a subject to, and you don't want to do a sandwich lease. So there's only leaves axe. But you but you got nothing to lose by giving him what he wants or close. Play the market. If you don't get a buyer, you tried. At least you got a buyer's list. Got it. Okay, guess he's gone. All right, Ariel. Ariel's busy. Well, guys, while Ariel's busy, let me tell you a few things. Get out a pencil and paper if you want and take some notes. Um, first of all, here's some dates you want to write down just for your records. We have now decided that our convention next year will be held in Orlando. And the dates will be September the 3rd through the 6th. September the 3rd through the 6th, we got a beautiful hotel lined up in Kissimmee, which is Orlando, not far from Disney. And just put that on your calendar right now, information to come. You're not going to want to miss our annual convention. And um, we're going to load it, load it with a lot of new information for you. And we're going to be giving away a vehicle and all kinds of other cool stuff. And I might want to tell you that September 3rd is my birthday, so I expect everybody to come with a birthday present. No, just kidding. All right. Uh, next, we have a uh, webinar coming up next week that you're going to want to attend. And it's about uh, the modern-day money machine. You should be getting an email on it. And um, if, uh, we don't, if you don't get a note from us about it in the next, uh, I don't know, by Monday or so, uh, please get all of our office and find out about it because you're going to want to be on it. Um, uh, Scott and I will be on it, and it's all about how to create a ton of cash flow with the seller financing and um, how to do it without using your money or credit and create a tremendous long-term income, uh, residual income from just doing the job once on any type of property, free and clear all the way up to over-leveraged. Also, please make a note that uh, I am uh, doing an event on seller financing in uh, December. It's December 12, 13, and 14 in Jacksonville. It's a one-time event. Uh, you should be getting information on that as, as soon as well. 
and you're going to want to be in that. It's a one-time deal where I'm going to teach it live. Next is we have decided, with my wife's permission, that during our Quick Start School in December here in Jacksonville, that is December the 5th through the 8th, we are going to have a Christmas party at my house. So uh, if you have been to the Quick Start School and you want to repeat, uh, there, uh, you better get in line because we're going to put a very small uh, limit on the uh, repeat. We can only take uh, not, uh, so many people who are coming back. We can make room for the first-timers. And um, call our office and get the details on it tomorrow. Again, that number is 904 262 0491, and um, that will fill up. We are always, we always have a crowd when we do a party at my house. I got Beverly's permission begrudgingly. I'm not going to tell you what that cost me, but so you, but so you don't care. Just note that the December the 5th through the 8th, you're probably going to want to be in Jacksonville. And if you have not been to this event before, this is a very good time for you to make plans to get there because it will put you in the direction that Heather was discussing a while ago and um, give you the basic training you need to buy and sell houses anywhere in North America. In addition, I've got a business management event. I only teach this twice a year. I teach it all personally. It's going to be held in Jacksonville on November 21 through 23, and that's the business of buying and selling houses. That's where I teach you how to run the business, uh, not buy and sell houses. Um, uh, that event is critical for a lot of my students who are now doing uh, high six- and seven-figure uh, incomes and very important to your overall success, November 21 through 23. And one more thing I want to tell you about. This just became available to you a day before yesterday. I just finished my commercial uh, training, my last one that I'm going to personally teach. Fortunately, however, we did get it on tape, and those tapes will be coming out in the next month or two for you uh, to uh, attend it by tape, because I'm not doing that one live again. Um, the, a couple of my students who I guess just came into my system, I don't know, I can't remember how long ago, buying and selling houses and went through some hard times and along the way uh, learned a very unique technique that I have asked them to teach you on December the 15th, which is the day after our seller financing event here in Jacksonville and it's on vacation rentals. They, what they're doing is they're lease optioning houses in areas where people would want to come on a vacation, which is all over the country, and they are uh, renting them out by the week on vacation rentals. Uh, a good example of, of one they just did, uh, they've done several since they started this this past July, and one they just did is they rented a house a block from the ocean uh, here in Florida for uh, $1,800 a month, and they are renting it out weekly now for $1,200 a week. So you do the math, and I think you'll like the cash flow, and just think they don't have to buy the house, there's no down payment, there's no qualified, just control it with a lease option and turn it into a vacation rental. And they're going to spend the day going through that, what they do step by step, and then hand over all of the contacts and resources that they use to do it. And they, they do it all online. They have a web page. They take the... Um, they take the uh, vacation rentals, they reserve them online, they don't ever visit the property. They, they got VAs uh, doing the front-end work, and they got uh, somebody on the ground uh, doing the, um, you know, the cleanup and the getting ready for the next uh, set of uh, guests to come in. I mean, it's really, really cool what they do. In fact, they're up to $3,800 per week in positive cash flow uh, since July when they started this. So I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're going to want to be in on that. And incidentally, if you cannot attend the seller financing boot camp in December, which I strongly suggest you move mountains to get in, then that vacation rental is available to you on a one-day seminar as well if you want to come to Jacksonville just for that. But uh, again, you, you would probably want to be here the whole four days. So just call our office and uh, let them know you want the information. That one-day seminar is only 299 bucks, and if you're coming to the uh, seller financing, it's only 99 bucks. So. Um, anyway, write those dates down, and let's get back to work here. Ariel, we have somebody waiting now? At the moment, we have no caller in queue. Okay, all right. Well, I'm saying Andrea, Andrea Sacalarius. I've got some leads here, girl. If you're not on the in the call, you better get in the call. I can't discuss them with you if you're not going to get on the telephone. 
All right. Anybody else got any questions? You got to hit star zero now to get into uh, uh, our operator tonight. And uh, if you don't, this is going to be a short call. So if you got questions, uh, get in there now. We uh, I just had a, a meeting today with Scott. And in case you are on this call for the first time, Scott Ulmer is uh, my full-time guy. He runs my real estate business for me, and we buy and sell somewhere between 6 and 12 houses every single month here in Jacksonville. Uh, a large number of those are axe deals. Some of them are financing deals, owner financing. Some of them are subject to deals, and we are buying some cash deals as well. And in fact, um, oh, within the last two weeks, we have five all-cash properties, either closed or under contract. And that tremendous deals. Uh, we are dealing in the low price properties uh, on the all cash deals. Our um, ARBs are running anywhere between 75 and 95 or so. And we're getting these houses for about 20. Uh, several of them are at 20, one of them's at 21, one of them's at 22,000 that I know of. Average repairs on those things are they run between 10, 10 and $20,000 on repairs. So uh, these deals are out there, they're all over the place. And in fact, uh, Scott's problem right now is, is certainly not finding deals. Is he's got 35 properties that we have under contract or have recently closed on the board, and he's spending his time pretty much right now putting buyers in them. Uh, his buyers list has grown to about 1,200 people, all with free advertising. Of course, that's not 1,200 buyers, but that's a 1,200 list of people who uh, came to us looking to buy a house. And so now they're sitting there just literally harvesting that list, plugging people into these things and cleaning up the board and literally don't even want to take a call from a seller right now until he gets uh, a little caught up. It's, it's got to the point to where he's got way more properties uh, for sale because, I mean, he's popping them two, three at a time. In fact, uh, just today he um, had an appointment on a house with a, with a, uh, to sell with a couple that's got $60,000 down payment. Uh, on a, um, I can't remember the price range of the house. I think it's about 400000 or so. And then Friday's got an appointment with a couple uh, to buy that's got $100,000 down. So his, his houses range anywhere from um, deals in pretty houses in pretty neighborhoods, that is, that are worth uh, probably 150 all the way up to a million dollars. So it's a pretty diverse board. So um, if you want to... Um, Figure out what Scott does. You've got to get in our quick start school, and I'll train you on it. And uh, Scott will also be at our seller financing event in December. All right, uh, guys, get in with your questions. Errol, you jump in here in time now if they come in here with questions. Okay, we do have a question in the queue. All right. And our next caller is Kimberly. Kimberly, please go ahead. Hello. Can yeah. you hear me? Yeah. Okay, my, my question on the uh, the, the, the uh, options you just gave me, well, this is just a, I, living in Ohio, why are land trusts more common? I see that a lot with a lot of investors over lease options. I didn't say land trust now, I said land contract. Land contract, excuse me, land contract, that's yeah. what I meant. Land contract is the form that is acceptable there for owner financing. Lease purchase is uh, this, this fully acceptable in Ohio as well, but you told me that the seller doesn't want to rent it, he wants to sell it. Right, right. So if he wants to sell it, it's a land contract or cash. Now, how does a lease, lease contract differ from a lease option? I, I guess I really don't understand lease land contracts that well. Okay. But All right, well, let me explain it. A land contract is, well, when you're buying or selling with owner financing, you really only have uh, basically three documents that would be used, and that's going to hinge on what state you live in. In a mortgage state, you can either use a, uh, more, a wraparound mortgage or a land contract device. Land, contract, land contracts are, in Ohio are the same document that's used in many other states. They just call them different things like agreement for deeds, contract for deeds, land installment contracts, bond for deeds. No matter what the state calls them, it's all the same document. And what that document says is, it's very simple, I'm going to buy your house. I'm going to pay you X number of dollars, X number of months, for X number of term, and when I get you paid off, you transfer the deed to me. Okay, all right. The seller retains the deed, but they do not retain ownership. Do not get that confused. On a land contract, 
the buyer legally owns the house when that agreement is signed, even though the deed is not in their name. Okay. Okay. On a lease option, the seller retains the title, but they also retain ownership, and the buyer is leasing it with the option to buy it, but they do not have ownership rights. Okay, gotcha. All right. Rights. And then there's other states with trust deeds, not to be confused with a land trust, <laughs> but it's a deed of trust, which is simply a, a replacement for a mortgage. It's still a document that is used in that state, uh, and when there's an underlying mortgage, uh, it's called an all-inclusive trust deed. Let's take your example. If you were to buy on a deed of uh, an all-inclusive trust deed, that means that that $70,000, well, that $68,000 loan that you're creating from your land trust back to the seller would be called a uh, all-inclusive trust deed because your 68 includes the 25. Right. Okay. That's the term all-inclusive. Make sense? Okay. Now my question is: Now how do I get this all drawn up? Take <laughs> the purchase and sale agreement. That's a good question. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you have a purchase and sale? Do you have my purchase and sale agreement? Yes, uh, they're online, and I, I've got them all printed out. If you'll take a look at the purchase and sale agreement, uh, right on the front page, long about the first or second paragraph or so, right up there at the top, okay. it says that you will buy the property using a warranty deed. Warranty deed. Find that language. Mm-hmm. Cross that out and put land contract. Okay. From that point on, everything in the contract's the same. Okay. Well, so, will, will a title company be able to help me or a, a lawyer? Help you do what? They'll have to close it. Okay, yes. Yes, but they, won't, they don't need to help you with the contract. Okay. If you look down in that contract, you'll see a provision in the middle on the front page that lays out the terms for owner financing. Okay, gotcha. All right. That's where you lay out $300 per month, zero interest, uh, three-year balloon type thing. All right. And you just check that block. And then on the on the back end, what I'm doing basically is I'm lease opting to a, a oh. basic tenant owner. Or, you or don't a, know what you're doing. You very well may be able to sell it on a land contract. Oh, okay. So you can buy it on a land contract and sell it on another land contract. Okay. All right. So I have a couple of strategies. To further screw you up, if you bought it on a land contract and you owed the seller 68, mm-hmm. now let's say you sold it for 95 and got 10 down. All right. Now the buyer owes you 85, don't they? Right. Okay. The buyer would sign a land contract to you, right? Which would wrap around your land contract to the seller, which wraps around the 25 grand the seller owes. Okay, I got gotcha. you. I, I, I've been looking at that. I got it. I followed that. I'm sure you're the only one on this call that followed it. I followed that. Okay. Okay. Your job get to purchase a sale agreement. Closing job agent's job to do the rest. Believe me, there's no closing agent doesn't know what a land contract is in Ohio. Okay, so so it's a uh, it, relatively they 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 get that. They already okay. have the form. They got everything. Okay, so if I just get the basic terms, yep. it's not that difficult. Yep. Now my my job is to get someone else because I have no not a whole lot of resources. I got to find the the back end, which back way end. to go. What do you mean? I mean uh, you gotta be able to to do this to a buyer. Yeah. Okay. So what? If you want to, you can put it you, you put it under contract to buy and not close on until you find the buyer, but then you'll need access to the house. Right. And well, I, he doesn't care about that. Well, well, good. But honestly, Kimberly, with $2,000 down, put it on a MasterCard. Okay. I think I could. Buy the house because you're going to get it back from the marketplace. Okay. There well, you. okay. I found you. I can find a way to get two grand. Uh, no, you can't. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. okay. Um. Ariel? Okay, our next call comes from Curtis. Curtis, please go ahead. And where are you from, Curtis? I'm also calling uh, from Toledo, Ohio. How you doing, Ryan? I am good. Good. Um, I don't know if you remember me, but I sent a um, message doing your Ron Weekly about uh, doing that show that you had a couple years ago. Yeah. That was, um, I, yeah, I'm, yeah this, this, this is me, sir. Okay. What can I do for you? <laughs> Um, I just got a, um, a hot lead um, today, and I just was doing the comps um, as we was doing the uh, Q and A, and um, the the house is um, R is uh, 122, uh, 123,000, and uh, is a for sale by owner. Um, got the lead from um, Fishbowl site, um, 
and uh, the owner is actually asking for twenty-two, um, twenty-two thousand. Um, they said that the roof be done. He was asking for thirty. Wait a minute. You talk about he, full purchase price? Yes. Are you kidding? So it's worth a hundred and a quarter, and they're mm-hmm. asking twenty-two. And mm-hmm. how many dollars worth of work? Um, about. Um, about twenty enough? to twenty-five thousand. All right. It's, it's about fifteen hundred square feet. And so, what's the question here, Curtis? Um, they are also um open to doing a lease purchase, and I, I, I'm trying to, I'm debating if I should wholesale it or or oh. even wholesale it to uh maybe a, a rehabber or something. Maybe he may want to do Curtis, a lease Curtis, if what purchase. you just told me is true, that it's uh-huh. really worth a hundred and a quarter repaired. And you can buy it for twenty two and it needs twenty to fix, you ain't gonna have any problem wholesaling it. If that's what you wanna do. Well, there was a quite a few options I could do with it. I'm just kinda I'm kinda I hear I'm you. kinda torn between Well, <laughs> that's the easiest option. Okay. Now you can lease options uh, if you want to. You're gonna get more out of it on the back end, but you're not gonna get uh, all your cash now. I mean, uh, you you could put that property under contract on a lease purchase as is, and then uh, lease option it out to a tenant buyer as is. But if it needs twenty thousand dollars worth of work now, I don't know what work it needs. Is it livable like it is? Um, yeah, it's just it's, it's just um the kitchen stuff needs to get updated, the the bathroom and okay. um well, just the fighting and stuff. Why are they selling it so cheap, Curtis? Do you know? Um. Um, well, actually, they they bought the price. Uh, they bought the house in '85 for thirty-nine thousand. They just, I think they they used their um their um IRA to, to purchase it. <laughs> okay, in '85, huh? All right. In '85, yeah. <laughs> well, you got a sweet deal there, man. You better go get it before somebody else does. <laughs> okay. Uh, if, I, if, I, if, I, if I were you, I'd go put it under contract for twenty-two thousand dollars and get yourself forty-five days to close on it. And and blow mm-hmm. it out and get yourself uh, probably an easy fifteen grand. So okay, so wholesale for about fifteen. I would. Okay. And then if it doesn't work, you can always go back and uh, and lease option it from him. Okay. Because uh, he was asking me um how much you know uh, as far as lease purchase you know how much am I thinking about as far as monthly payments and I told him I just get back with him and I know we was doing a Q and A today. Okay. I was wanted to. Well, I wanted to get my. You have two choices. Definitely. You yeah. have two choices. In fact, why don't you why don't you write these two offers down? I'm gonna give you the offers. Okay. You want me to go to the house and get the contract for you too? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. All right. No. Why don't, you, why don't you tell him you pay tell him you pay him twenty thousand cash? Very simple, Curtis. Twenty thousand all cash. Forty five days to close. Be done with it. Got it. Or, mm-hmm. or, I'll give you I'll give you twenty eight thousand on the lease purchase, and I'll pay you uh, three hundred dollars a month, starting in ninety days. And I want a, a an option for two years. Okay, ninety days. Let him. Is it option for two years? Option three years. Two years. Oh, two years. Okay. Oh, Let him okay. decide which one he wants. Okay, now, got that down. Did, did you tell me that he would lease option it to you for the twenty-two or twenty-three? Um, he said that that he was this. Um, actually, I, I had someone to actually call in um, to help me out with all the all the traffic I'm getting, and um, she told me that's what he said. He was interested on how much. All right. Um, yeah. You need to get on the telephone with him, verify the facts, go see the house, and take contracts with you, man. Uh, it's a lot cleaner okay. to just put it under contract for all cash. Okay. And, and you shouldn't okay. have any problem at all getting uh, fifteen grand out of that house. Fifteen grand. Okay, I, I can do that. You got a you got a Ria club there in Toledo. That somebody in that club yes. probably buy it. Yeah. Yes, yes, I do have real. Yep, I do have real club. Yes. What you're telling me is true. They should they should fall all over that deal. You might even get twenty. Uh, actually, actually, there's, there's about ten or fifteen people from real that constantly calls me and see if I got any deals. Well, now um, there you go. Go give them one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Be careful now that they should not find out what you're paying for it, Curtis. 
until you have oh, a contract oh. from them. Oh, okay. So, so get the contract from if them I were you, first. If I were you, since you've got such a big markup in it, and since people have such big greed glands, if I were you, I would not assign the contract. I would, um, just, I would just tell my buyers you can buy it for 40000 you understand? Okay, yes. Then they don't need to know how much you're paying for it. Okay. Now, when your closing agent closes it, they'll take their 40000 and and close the sale of it and then close your purchase on it the same day. Okay. Because you are going to purchase it, and then you're going to resell it. You're going to do a double closing, not a simultaneous closing. Okay, so do I need to do, get some transactional funding to No, you don't need get... transactional funding. Oh. Your closing oh, okay. agent will close it for you with their money and pay the seller. And, okay. And uh, if they don't, I know they will. You, okay. All your buyer needs to know is you can buy this house for forty grand. That's all they need to know. Okay. So don't get in any conversations and, and uh, give away your hand while you're talking to these people at the club. Just shut your mouth and say... You can have this house for forty grand if you want it. I need a contract uh, with a thousand dollar deposit, and I want you to close within thirty days. Actually, ask them how fast they can close. Don't even tell them thirty days. Okay. Um, um, actually, uh, do I use another purchase sale agreement with them for yep. the house? That is, that is correct. Okay. okay. That is correct. Okay. Okay. Now, okay. Now, I, okay. Why am I telling you to do it this way? Because I'm concerned. That when they find out you're only paying twenty two for it, they're gonna to want to beat you down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so if if somebody if they ask you what are you paying for it, what's your answer gonna be? Oh, good question. Your answer is um, gonna be a little less than you are. Okay, a little less than you are. I'm Got gonna, it. I'm gonna write that down. You do that. That's your answer. Don't you ever. The minute you tell them what you're paying for it, you you probably have lost that buyer. Because you're making okay, actually, yeah. you're making too much money um, on that deal. You don't deserve it. <laughs> so okay, all right. Because actually, uh, I was trying to figure out because I had a, quite a few wholesale deals that I did, but I was letting them know how much I got it on the contract for, and I was like, I just want you know. There and you they, go. You got diarrhea yeah. of the mouth, huh? Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> and now it's okay, it's okay that they know that you don't own it because they're going to find out when they do a title search anyway. Just tell them okay. I have it under contract and I'm paying a little less than you. That's all they need to know. Okay. Got it. You got it. All right. Yes, Go do I got it. it. All right. And uh, if you ever do the show, don't forget about me. You said uh, you the first one to come. No, shut up about that show. <laughs> I got enough. Okay. All right. That's all right. Ariel, who else we got? Okay, our next call comes from Ron. Ron, please go ahead. All right, Ron, where are you from? Hey, Ron. Hey, Ron, I'm just north of San Diego. How are you today? All right, good. i got a marketing question. All right. I've got a VA who's pretty consistently pulling in about eight leads a week. Um, I'd like to get more leads than that, so I want to start supplementing what she's doing. Um, out in California, do you have any specific um, yellow letter list that you might recommend mailing to? Yes. Oh, well, I, if they're going to mail yellow letters, which I'm telling you, you may not have to do. You might just need to get a better VA. All right, here, here's the deal. If you if you got so, a VA only getting you eight leads a week, I'm sure they're getting them right off the web, aren't they? Um, I've got a service. I use ArchAgent, and so they just pull leads for okay. every day from Craigslist. I got it. So you're getting them right off the web. Well, it's incum if it's incumbent upon you to generate some leads for the VA and send them to her and let her call them for you. You should be uh, have some people or peoples looking for FISBO signs and have them send them to them. And then, of course, okay. you should be running some free ads online and generating leads that way and send them to them. And you that'll, recommend it. that'll okay. increase your lead flow tremendously, and you won't have to send out the yellow letters. I'm not, look, I'm not opposed to yellow letters, but if all you're trying to do is get, instead of eight leads, 20 leads a week, you don't need yellow letters. Well, here's what we're getting. We um, Using the service, I don't get a ton of FISBOs that show up. I haven't been trying driving around, so I'll definitely get some people doing that. Uh -huh. We did put up a bunch of bandit signs 
I didn't get a single call. Not I, even I wouldn't from put the those city out, telling me to pick them down. Don't put them out. Don't put them okay. out. Okay. All right. And then um, we did place a bunch of ads on Craigslist, probably 10 ads. Didn't get a single call from those. You just get buried right there. Well, then something's wrong with your ads or they didn't get placed or they didn't get renewed or something. You know what? I used exactly – I'll try again. It's been a couple weeks, but we just – I used exactly what was in the manuals and not a single call. Well, and like I said, I, I don't want to argue ahead. that with you. I'm just telling you there's something wrong. If you play several ads, you didn't get a single call. That's all. Find out what it is. Okay. And then if you all want, right. if you want to do yellow letters, just go to LegrandYellowLetters.com. Okay. Go right there and have this discussion with them, and they'll get you any list you want. They'll do all the work for you, and they are great to work with. These guys mail 10 million letters a month. Okay. So that was a pretty good idea of what works in California. They, California, I love California, man. You got, you got, uh, I got thousands of students in California, and you will have no problem getting leads by mailing yellow letters. I'll tell you who I'd mail to. Top of my list would be free and clear houses, assuming you know what to do with them when they call and they say, yes, I will take equity, uh, payments for my equity. Okay. Those are my favorite leads. Get down here in December and you'll see why. All right. I'll be there. Okay. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. All right, Ariel. Okay, our next call comes from Fred. Fred, please go ahead. Okay, Fred. Where are you from? Yeah, is from Canada, Ottawa. Ottawa, all and right. Yes, I, I fetched you an uh, information sheet uh, this afternoon. I uh, didn't get it, Fred. So uh, uh, About the apartment, about 200 units. Uh, well, that's probably not a conversation for this call, but uh, mm -hmm. did you uh, get me the financial information on it? Yes. You know the NOI? Uh, NOI is about... Three hundred and fifty K. All right, and what are they asking? Uh, Four point two. All right, then you know that they're asking a hellacious price. Yes. Three hundred and fifty K NOI would put that project even at a ten cap, only worth three and a half million. Right. Now, how much? What's the occupancy right now? What's the vacancy? Uh, physical occupancy is about 95%. All right. Well, you're looking at a property that is priced at retail plus, Fred, and there's likely no deal there for you at all. Okay. Unless you want to pay retail. And you don't. No. Uh, I don't I don't have the math in front of me, but that sounds like that's probably a seven cap, eight cap tops, which means eight. it's very high priced. Okay. And this is in Houston, uh, Texas. Oh, the project's in Houston? Well, that makes it even worse because I know that the project's not worth uh, any, any less than an 8-cap and probably more like a 9 or 9.5-cap. Okay. So they are way overpriced on that thing. They're looking for the greater fool, Fred. Uh, Fred. Okay. <laughs> the greater fool or a REIT or somebody that's done an exchange that needs to buy another property real quick. They are not looking for you. Okay. See how fast I analyze that? Yes. Math never fails. All right. Okay. okay. All right. I got some commercial property uh, uh, tapes coming up pretty soon. Be on the lookout for them. We just did the event, and I just taped it this past week. Okay. Where we went through all that stuff. All right. Okay. How about it, uh, Ariel? Any more? Okay. Our next call comes from Greg. Greg, please go ahead. Greg, where are you from? I'm from Portage, Michigan, Ron. How are you? Wow, boy, we got this North American continent pretty much covered tonight, don't we? Yeah. All right. What's on your mind? I believe I've heard you say before that you don't use escape clauses in your contracts. Um, how do you get out of the contract without escape clauses? Are we uh, making an offer to a bank or to a FISBO? To uh, a FISBO, private party. I'm doesn't that tend, tend to upset them? My normal deposit is $10, Fred. Why do I need an escape clause? The worst they can do is take my 10 bucks. Well, uh, okay, I didn't know if it was enforceable for them to make you follow through. No, or... sir. Read your contract. You'll find that the only remedy for default is a deposit. Okay. And certainly okay. if you use my contracts, which you should strongly consider after running them by your attorney, any okay. attorney will, make, will, will tell you to make sure that that's the only remedy. 
Okay. And as far as uh, bank offers, of course, they won't even look at them with escape clauses. Am I that correct? is correct. Okay. All right, Ron. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. All right. Ariola, did uh, was there anybody else waiting? No. Okay. No one else in the queue. Well, we timed that perfectly within, didn't we? All right, guys, that takes care of tonight's call. Um, the next one will be the second Monday of next month, whatever date that is. I'm sure your calendar is as good as mine. 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, as to Andrea Sacalarius. Andrea, I don't know what happened to you tonight. Um, it could be that you are not a Gold Club member, and if that's the case, uh, maybe you didn't know that you have to be a Gold Club member in order to be in the queue and send us property information sheets uh, so if you're not, get to ronsgoldclub.com and sign up, and I'll uh, catch you next month with these things. And if you uh, are a Gold Club member, I don't know what happened. I uh, missed you tonight. I was prepared for you, and I missed you. She had six sheets. Two of them were prospects. Four of them, she got no answers. Two of them, she got yes answers. So um, we'll have to wait till next month to talk about them. So that said, thank you for being on the call tonight. Appreciate you all being on there. Hope to see you very soon, uh, and let's get something going here this year. And get prepared and ready and make next year the best year of our lives. So see you all next month. Good night. Thanks, Ariel.